0: Are you recording me right now? Yeah. Yes, sir. You already know the vibes, man. Hoop and Holler coming at you live, man. Coming at you live. You ain't never seen us do a live show before now. Fucking trade deadline shit going crazy, man. Going crazy. You ready to hop into it, man? Yep. Let's go ahead and get it. Hello? You reached Hoop and Holler. A square one podcast on basketball and other shenanigans. Danny Green. I'm mad at Danny Green. I just want to thank everybody that's been in my corner during this time. With Reagan Griffin Jr. Reagan, you're the best, man. I'm the clamp guy. I am the Giannis Antetokounmpo of Center. Eddie Sun. Probably won't get hired by, you know, ESPN anytime soon. So you don't
1: got that clutch connection. And Julio Martinez. On uh, Giannis and the Bucks, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. Please clap. It comes from at underscore
0: underscore uh, klu 2 on Twitter. Bro, the fact <laughs> that you really? knew there were two underscores before <laughs> the... It's <call, laughs> at underscore underscore Kalu. He knows your Twitter. That, that means I'm tweeting it too much. <laughs> but at, when it boils down, like that's what we're here for is the yeah. basketball. What is up, y'all? It's your boy general youtuber here coming back at you with another video psych it's hoop and holler you already know what the fuck going on man trade deadline bro did not disappoint
1: what the hell did not disappoint man. at all at all
0: hottest trade deadline since when when's the last time you seen a trade deadline
1: jump off like that because i can't remember a time where it ever has Yeah, I'd have to think back to it, um, but it it was a little bit surprising just because you you got the sense that a lot of teams wanted to make moves, whether it was to boost their teams to get in the play-in, to make a run at a championship because things are kind of open right now, or to just kind of tank, for lack of a better term. But leading up to this day, you know, uh, two or three trades popped off, but... Other than that, I mean, I thought it was going to be relatively quiet. So, uh, I mean, it, it was crazy. So l- let's get into it.
0: Yeah, man. We're going to go ahead and get into it. We got, I'm looking at, God, like, fucking at least 10, 12 trades here that we're going to talk about. Some of them, obviously, we're going to talk about more than others. But we got four big ones. And we're going to start out in Indiana. Who Before the trade deadline even happened This was earlier this week I can't remember the specific day But they made a crazy ass move Mind you Last episode we were talking about Between De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton Who we keeping And we both agreed Tyrese Halliburton right Makes more sense long term yes. yes. He's a better glue guy He can play on and off and the he's ball cheaper he's, right now, he's versatile All that good stuff De'Aaron Fox demands a lot of King said fuck that Fuck y'all Hooper Holly. Y'all don't know shit Okay, we want De'Aaron Fox, and and we're going to pair him with De'Amona
1: Sabonis. And a a dude in Tyrese Halliburton who really wanted, apparently wanted to go to the Kings, you know, during the draft process. But something that I did find kind of, uh, maybe not ironic, but fitting I I guess that they would trade him was that he was saying all these quotes leading up to this trade like yeah I I really don't give a fuck I I just play you know I just play basketball and the history of the Kings is not going to affect me our uh, losing ways is blah 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 blah. I
0: I think you take that out of context though I'm not going to lie because I, I I had seen some of those quotes and it was I think he had bookended it with thing saying like he wants to be part of the change, like the history of what the Kings were, weren't going to affect how he envisioned the future could be mm-hmm. for Sacramento. And he wanted to be part of that change. There, there's reports floating out there that he was genuinely hurt that the Kings parted ways with him, especially and, in year two. Yeah.
1: And maybe it was just because Indiana wanted Tyrese more than they wanted um, Sabonis. No, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, oh, yeah. of course, uh, Sabonis, but De'Aaron Fox. Um, and the Sabonis part of it, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of funky because if you... I, I feel like you make this trade if you're the Kings, number one, because you want to get in the playing tournament. That That's number one. But number two, if you don't plan to have a long-term kind of future with uh, Rashawn Holmes, mm-hmm. if... Sabonis doesn't fit well next to Miles Turner, a dude who has shot blocking ability like Rashawn Holmes But can also step out to the three-point line What do you think the fit is going to be with Rashawn Holmes and I love Rashawn Holmes? I probably like him more than Miles Turner honestly, but I don't know. Like, what's that fit going to be, and what what direction are you heading in? Are you trying to win more games? Or are you trying to get more draft picks, or are you trying to build a young core? And yes, Sabonis is young, but I don't know. It's just Sabonis
0: like, ain't that young. He like 26, 27, something
1: like that. No, he got to be I'm like twenty five, maybe.
0: He's, he's in a way he's that young. Hold on, I
1: don't know, but it, I mean, the older o- the older he is, it's like, what direction is, yeah. are you trying to go in? You know, and I guess you know trading oh, dear, away twenty five, trading away Tyrese Halliburton does free up more space for Davion Mitchell, who was averaging like twenty points per game uh Don't play. in in the last few weeks. But this was super super interesting. The other big piece of part of it was uh Buddy Healed. They got off Buddy finally for, I mean, what, what's been like three years trying to get off Buddy, and uh it, it seemed like for a little bit that the Pacers were trying to flip. Buddy healed, but couldn't find a, a trade asset. Now, fr- from the Pacers' side of things, this obviously makes a lot of sense. They're, yeah. they're trying to go in a different well, direction. Before,
0: before you get into that, uh-huh. let, me, let me speak my piece on the Kings real go ahead. quick. Because for me, it almost felt like they saw that they were kind of treading water where they were at, and they were backloaded at the guard position, which is true. And you got to do something about that at some point. But you don't pull the trigger on some shit that, that you know— you 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 didn't recuperate the value that you just gave up because Tyrese Halliburton
1: is a fucking hooper. And, and I feel like this is just to um this is just making a trade to make a trade. I mean, like, like I, I like get it if you like Sabonis, you can't like him that much. You though. can't like him that much. There's no way you <laughs> yeah, like be, Sabonis because, that much uh, because uh, um the likability on Sabonis's game, I feel like it's a wide it's a wide range. Like mm. some dudes like like me. He, he's good. He, I mean, he's better than I, but some people view him as like a, this dude's a perennial all star for like the next so and so year. He's a, you know, a fan, a player on a, or a piece, foundational piece on a championship. I just don't really view him like that. And so, but either way, even if you think he's that, you can't view him that much. More so to be like, all right, here's Tyrese.
0: No way. Yeah, exactly. Here's Tyrese. And crazy. Buddy. And Because, because Buddy's another you dude you could have got really exactly. good compensation And, and look,
1: look. This will go, this point will go not only to the Kings, but it will go to another team. <clears throat> the stupid ass Trailblazers. Just because you're trying to accomplish a goal does not mean you take any route to fucking get there. Mm. You can flip these pieces individually for way more than, than you know, you, you got. Yeah. So I just don't see a, a fucking vision for the Kings, and it's like, oh, whatever.
0: Yeah, it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And they, they got Sabonis. They got Justin Holiday, who's cool. Jeremy Lamb, who's cool. And a second-round pick. a second-round pick. But, like, Tyrese Halliburton is <laughs> far and away might be an overstatement, but it's not that much of an overstatement to say that Tyrese Halliburton is far and away the most valuable piece in this trade. Because Damana Sabonis, he's good. Perennial all-star. But when we talk about the upside of a team that's fueled Large and in part by Demana Sabonis. Big facts. They're talking about a, a perennial playoff team at Big best, facts. Uh lottery team at worst.
1: Big facts. So right. l- l- let's let's talk about the pacer side of things. Let's number, talk about it. Uh, so number one, I think the pairing of Halliburton and uh, Brogdon? Um, Brogdon That's is tough. Dirty. Which one you want like, bringing the wall up? We both can do it. We both can lock up. I might. I might go Halliburton. We both can shoot. Like. I, I hadn't seen Malcolm Brogdon in a in a very long time, like watched him play because, you know, the Pacers, the Pacers. are never on national TV. Mm-hmm. But I saw them play against uh, the, the Lakers for like a little bit. Mm-hmm. And obviously everybody kills us. But the way Brogdon just, he gets to the hole at ease. Like yeah. And he can shoot. And he can hit the mid-range. And he can pass. And he defends. And he passes. And he's unselfish. And I mean, and he was like a 40, 50, 90 guy for for like a few seasons. That next to Ty man, you might have this yeah. like the smartest I don't even know the the most unselfish the most versatile backcourt yeah,
0: in the NBA. I, I don't even NBA.
1: know just put all those freaking adjectives and give it to that backcourt. I mean, That's crazy. Building that that uh You know, your new team around those two pieces is just insane. And I'm so glad they weren't one of those teams that was like, oh, but Sabonis is our like number one piece. We want to hold on to him at all costs. We need him for the future. Fuck all that. Mm. If you see if you see a tr- you pull that trigger, man. Yeah, you pull Especially that trigger for a dude like Tyrese, man. And I, I, and I can't say it enough. And I know that they were prefer, you know, they preferred to trade away Miles Turner and keeps a bonus, which you know that's ideal. But we don't live in an ideal world, so you do what you got to do. And, and now you now you. Enter next year with those two plus Buddy Hield, who you e- can get flip first. Exactly, easy. E- even, easy, first. Even if you don't want to keep him, you can flip him or keep. He's, plus he's good. He plus the, the rookie, what was his name? What rookie? The wing. Oh, Duarte. Duarte, and you got Miles Turner who you you can flip in the offseason or not even flip, just trade. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you you got some pieces now. So with the East being the way that it is and and the whole league being the way that it is, I mean, that's a nice, I don't want to say haul. I mean, that's
0: kind of a haul. If you want to, right? And we talk about as cool of a, a backcourt experiment that Tyrese Halliburton and Malcolm Brogdon can be. But if you want to say, nah, I want Duarte as my two of the future. I want Tyrese as my one of the future. I still got this Brogdon dude who people well, are going to want. I still got this Turner dude who people are going to want. I can go get me and, a young, another and, young star. And
1: Brogdon is a dude who, there were reports that they would be open to trading him, but yeah. they cannot trade him until this off season. Mm-hmm. And so he would have been mentioned in trade discussions this cycle but he couldn't be, because his extension kicked in and there's some stupid-ass rules where you can't trade him until this offseason. So your point, if you package Brogdon, Buddy, and Miles Turner, there's and you get like a star... You
0: know what name just came to mind? Bradley? We, we don't have to... I mean, you probably couldn't get a Bradley Bill. But I'm saying if you're, if you're trying to build a core to move forward with that's relatively young, say a name like Jalen Brown comes on the market, mm-hmm. the Celtics will snap at that At an instant, right, and now you got a core of Duarte, Halliburton. Like we can do the hypotheticals all day, but point being, the Pacers just set themselves up in a nice position moving forward. Very nice, very nice, very nice. It's not like to say that the Kings aren't, you know, good. Like the the first game that uh, De'Aaron and Demondis played together, there was some real chemistry there. But it's like there's there's only no. so far that you yeah. can go with that yeah. team, and you really just capture
1: ceiling. Yeah, and yeah, it, it's it's and gonna be interesting. Talk about the Celtics, Jalen Brown. That's next. We talking about the Celtics? Oh yeah, man. The Celtics and the, the Spurs. Celtics. So something that I, they did something I thought was very very interesting. Now that you brought up, uh, uh, what if they could dangle those three, the Pacers? Um, to the celtics and malcolm brogdon being the the major piece in a deal like that to get jalen brown mm-hmm. because the celtics for for fuck, for a while have always needed a freaking point guard yeah. right and so they got one and maybe not a long-term again foundational solution to go and win that championship but a damn good one yeah In Derek white and that's that was a great move I, they traded I like. people they don't even
0: use Need. or once. like the first round and, pick and to sure. my
1: surprise they trade away a fucking first round pick
0: yeah that is kind of surprising but it's like what else were that would have enticed the spurs because it's like romeo lankford he's cool but like it's, it's not he's not moving the needle nope. josh richardson isn't moving the needle anymore the first round pick is really the only thing that the spurs could have accepted and not just completely got washed in that trade
1: yeah so so the celtics on that on, on this end obviously they 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 lost Dennis Schroeder, which we'll, we'll talk about. But yeah. Derek White next to Jalen Brown and Jason uh, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum that, that's that's nasty. Not to mention that's nasty. Marcus Smart and Marcus Smart. That's clamps.
0: Yep. That's fucking clamps. Yeah. That, that, I mean, all four of those dudes are good defenders, and they traded for a center too, didn't they? I'm trying. Daniel Tice. They got Daniel Tice. So
1: right? they, they got him back. So he he's alright. But on the Celtics side of things, I think they did well. On the Spurs side of things, obviously we talked about it um, a, a few weeks ago. They have way too many guards, way too many guys. Kind of like the the freaking wizards. Mm -hmm. They just have so many guys that like, oh, this dude can play, this dude can play. Where it's like you got, you're not going anywhere. You're not gonna win a championship. Take advantage, strike gold, and get get yourself a first round pick so they do well too.
0: Let's move on to the next big one, man. And I know that you want to talk about one of these teams. We'll Ooh. get into that. But let's start with the trade first. The big one that they got into. Trailblazers and the New Orleans Pelicans. You know when people say New Orleans? It's New like Orleans. it's like nails on a chalkboard when I hear people say New Orleans. It's New Orleans. New Orleans. I just want to say that for no, the viewers out there. New Orleans. They, 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 they get, it's New Orleans. I take that. Any day of the week. If you just come in, like, yeah, I'm from the islands, I was like, hell yeah, I'm you honest. are. You say, yeah, yeah, I went to New Orleans last summer. I'm like, ew. But yeah. that's besides the point.
1: Can, can we talk about um, the, should we start with the Pelican side of things?
0: Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Because then we can go on the whole Trailblazer spiel.
1: So next year, they're gonna, they're, their starting lineup is going to look like Devontae Graham at the mm. one, CJ at the two, mm. B.I. at the three, Zion at the four, and what's his name at the five? Jackson Hayes. No. Uh Oh, you're talking about Valanchunas. Which, again... It's not moving I, the needle. I, I yeah, Thank you. I, I I thought you were going to come in and, and disagree with me on this. Because, yes, so many team, Every... Okay, I'm going to just say this. You got every it. Every team in the NBA has fucking talent. Yeah. Every team in the NBA has talent. And, yes, you can convince yourself. You can trick yourself into thinking, oh, yeah... I Shit, we got CJ and CJ Zion. The, yeah. the way Zion was playing. Yeah. And we, B- and BI. B-I? Yeah, sure. and Val- Bro, we going to be dirty. We going to be, no. Oh, mm-hmm. Stop tricking yourself. That That's so ignorant. It's so short-sighted. You're doing it because you you may, you know, have a little bit of a chance to get into the plan. You want to show Zion, you know, you're making progress. And it's, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. So
0: I'm not gonna say it's a complete waste of time, but you can't sit back if you're that front office and say this is our team, this is what we're gonna go and compete with, because that's not gonna you know you're not you're gonna get left out, you're gonna get left hung out to dry in that Western Conference. You can't take that team to Golden State for seven games. You can't take that team to Phoenix for seven games. So did you get better? Sure, sure. But you're capped at like the sixth seed at best. Right. No matter how much of a leap Brandon Ingram takes, no matter how good of a guard CJ yeah. is. And he is a bucket. Even if Zion's completely 100 percent healthy for 82 games. You're not that you're you're not those guys. And
1: I understand the pressure that they have with, you know, trying to show Zion. And I also understand that I love you, Cam, but y'all don't get no free agents. So, hey, he, he not you're
0: not a Pelicans fan. M- right. Might as
1: well just get a dude like CJ. Like, I can understand that logic, but I just don't. I, I flatly disagree with it. So, yeah, I'm with you. So, all what right, up, let's I'm, move on to the stupid ass Pelicans. Uh, they, I mean, the, they the, also the, got Larry the, Nance. The tri- tri- oh, yeah, yeah, they did. They did get Larry Nance. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and, not, pe- not and, and, and Tony Snow. Not not Pelicans. The did, did you see that tweet? They were like, at Pelicans, announce Tony Snell. And then the Pelicans retweeted or quote tweeted it and said, Tony Snow.
0: I don't know what that means, but Tony Snow, I feel like it's one of the most unnecessarily dragged people in the NBA. He didn't do nothing to nobody. Nobody. But he just kind of looks a little funny, I'm not but gonna
1: lie. A- anyways, um w- with <laughs> let's move on to the stupid ass trailblazers. Let's move on to the stupid ass trailblazers. I it's just so surprising to me.
0: Before okay. Before you do this, can I run down all the trades that they made? okay so the first trade that the trailblazers made they sent out norman powell and robert covington and they received from the clippers justice Winslow, eric bledsoe keon johnson in a 2025 second round pick the next trade that i believe they made they made with the uh, pelicans and they got back josh hart thomas Tom- sadaransky nikhil alexander walker um, Didi Luzada Luzada yeah A 22 2 Protected First round pick And two second round picks yep. And then the last move That they made They made with In a three team deal With the Jazz And the Spurs And they received Joe Ingles Elijah Hughes yep. And a second round pick They sent back out Wancho Hernan, Or no They sent back out Tomas Sadaransky And Nikhil Alexander-Walker So they did yeah. <sighs> They did a
1: lot A whole so, lot of
0: nothing I'm so, not gonna lie
1: So he, he, here's what They were trying to do Number one they were trying to clear out the books. Yeah. Like, like salary-wise. Why? Because they had a lot of money, especially in guards, on the books following the season. And, and what, what was the argument for not doing anything and just standing pat? Well, you can say, oh, well, you, you know, you don't want to repeat and rinse everything, which I agree with. But just doing this and th- this gets into a discussion of uh you know bird rights and losing i don't know if people understand when sometimes when you have bird rights on a player when you lose that player in free agency let's say you don't get to make up and sign another player for that same cap yeah. amount th- for those of you who don't know amount. bird
0: rights essentially allows you to go over the salary cap to retain a player that you drafted
1: and and so that was the only argument for keeping the team as is so i understand Why you don't want to repeat and rinse the same story Over and over and over And just like Marshawn Lynch Over and over and (laughs) over and over and over over again But You got And and this trade with the Pelicans Was less egregious than the other one And we'll, we'll get to later Even though it's less egregious It's still fucking egregious Yeah, It's egregious Number one Nikhil Alexander Walker is a pretty good player. He hasn't uh, uh, played as well this season. I mean, they don't as, even have him anymore. As he did last season. Yeah. But even if you want to make that argument that he's a young player, he's traded away. I for who? Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles, who you're not gonna have next season because just... he got hurt. And even if he was healthy, the Jazz just traded him away. Even Joe Ingles said in an interview. If there's a trade to make us, he said, us better, mm-hmm. I would trade myself too. That boy's which, going right back. Yes! <laughs> yes! He to pull uh,
0: uh, Andre Iguodala, you know what Wait, I'm saying?
1: <laughs> so, so, number one, you did not, right you, in this trade, you did not get Nikhil Alexander-Walker in your trade package. You only got Josh Hart, Funny, Didi Lozada, who you're not going to play, so don't even count him. <laughs> so you only got Josh Hart and Tomas Saturanski, which when you traded. You, you that traded that might have been like the most intriguing piece you got, honestly. Right. So, yeah. and you you got a and you got a first round pick. So you got Josh Hart and a first round pick. See what what essentially what they did what was argument. You you said we're not trying to rebuild. We're trying to retool and make this a championship squad. Tell me how you're doing. I, and. I'm one of the first ones to say CJ and Dame does not work. You think CJ and fucking and I love Josh Hart, I I really do. I mean, you still got Anthony Simons. You 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 think him and Josh Hart gonna work?
0: Sure. I mean, Josh Hart is like solid. He really
1: is. I love yeah. him as a role player. Yeah, but you mm-hmm. lost yeah. CJ for him, so you did not get better.
0: You clear. Here's what the Trailblazers are attempting to do. I'm not saying it's a good strategy. I'm not saying it's what they should have done. But here you did what not get value back. You they're what they're attempting to do, which is weird, and we can get into like the weird standstill that they're currently in with Damian Lillard, but. They just wanted to clear out the books.
1: Yeah, that's that's all they wanted to do. Just
0: recuperate some sort of value and clear out their books, perhaps in an attempt to recruit somebody to come play with Damian Lillard. I don't think that's going to happen. But word on the street is the Trailblazers and Damian Lillard are both like in this awkward relationship that neither one wants to end because they care about the other one. But both know is over.
1: Look, so You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I totally understand that. Here's my point overall, I I was trying to get to. The Blazers did not. It's like somebody called them up and said, hey, do you want this deal? Yeah, I'll take it. You did not get your value back. Or at least, even if the value of those players went down that you acquired through trade, even if their values went down and diminished, you still like, you got fleeced, bro. You got fucking fleeced. You gave up a first-round pick, and and this one's less— Wait until we get to the next Blazers trade. This one's less egregious. You gave up a first-round pick for Larry Nance Jr. You gave up a first-round pick for Larry Nance Jr. Hey, he can play. So you sent that out again and traded away Larry or Or you got one, and you kind of recuperated. They did so much shit. But what'd you get for C.J. McCollum? You telling me you couldn't get another first for CJ? It's
0: it's it's crazy, man.
1: Or if that first that you got was for CJ, what'd you get for Larry Nance? Like I'm not gonna Nothing. lie to you, Julio. Like I,
0: I'm I'm almost struggling to wrap my mind around all the shit that you're talking about because they did so much shit, and it's almost like they shuffled the entire deck to no avail because there's like no, it's like you really didn't you did a whole lot of nothing outside of clearing your it, books it's just what I'm, your books it's just, just what i'm trying anything.
1: to say you're, you're trying to have a forward thinking and, and you know just swipe every just take everything out clean the room and, and just restart but you didn't do it in a good way just because that's the goal doesn't mean you take the first route that's given to you yeah so it's Blazers fans, I feel bad for you. Not sure if there's any Blazers all fans that listen y'all. to this Sucks. podcast, but it's I, I just feel so bad for them just because it's it's such it's not smart gming, they, not they, at they'd all. They'd have been
0: better served with my Anthony Simons and CJ idea for Bill, but he's hurt anyway. Point point being, like Trailblazers, just you did a whole lot of nothing, which is the End all be all of what that situation was. You did a whole lot of Norman Powell this, wait and Nance Wait, wait that until we
1: get to the next trade. Yeah, that Norman I'm Powell. I'm about to blow up. 0. I'm I'm about to blow up. That boy up.
0: averaging twenty through I'm two ba- games. I'm about to blow up. Bro. I know you tight, cause that's the Clippers, bro. I'm about to blow up. And it's like for what? <laughs> Wizards, Hornets. Lamello got him an enforcer.
1: Hornets been wanting Montrez for a, for a while. minute. I remember
0: sitting here freshman year talking about
1: Montrez yeah. to the Hornets, and it finally happened. It finally happened, which, you know, they, they, they had their eyes on Miles Turner, which they obviously couldn't get. Maybe they couldn't come to an agreement. Um, and Montrez, for all the deficiencies that he has, they need some— Kind of backup reinforcements or, or just some people at the at the big position um whether it's a backup or a starter or whatever the case may be they, they need more bodies mm-hmm. the, they're horrible at rebounding they're and not saying that freaking montrez is a great rebounder or great anything he's just kind of loud but they, he's they, not he's solid at something. He, he's solid that's, that's all i'm trying to say so this does benefit them and burning care they didn't give up anything ish smith so
0: ish smith is kind of okay but it's like they're not gonna use it Wizards really just gave him yeah. up for nothing so
1: it is, this is good for the hornets and for the Wiz- wizards i mean i don't know i i don't care
0: <laughs> it's gonna make the um hornets who, who if i'm not mistaken they're currently in the playoff picture right yeah, um, they're gonna be a fun team to watch in the playoffs. I don't think they're gonna win a ton, but between Melo, between Miles Bridges, between Terry Rozier, and now you got uh, you know a level of energy. Gordon
1: Hayward's mean, out with
0: uh, yeah, that's ankle sprain, but um, but with, with the energy that you're gonna be getting, is Vernon Tres, Carey
1: the one that went to Duke?
0: Yeah, real I big dude. Didn't, I didn't know
1: he was in the NBA. Kind of
0: old school center, but he, he's yeah, he's he, he's still kicking around. Um, he, he's almost one of those dudes whose game was perfect for college. Yeah. Not exactly equipped for the NBA unless he goes through some bodily changes, which yeah. I'm sure he's going to try so, to. He's, still, he's,
1: he's still As play. an intermediate move for the Wizards, I like it. Because yeah. obviously he's not a long term solution. Let's move on like to it. the other Wizards move. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. This one kind of came Man, out. Man, they got off Dinwiddie fast. Yes, they did. Holy shit. And Davis Burton's been a whole lot of nothing since he signed Man. that contract. He said he pulled, this the, contract. he pulled
0: he he pulled that Lakers on him, bro. Yep. He said, I forgot how to shoot. I ain't gonna yep. lie, coach. I forgot. Yeah, I, I That boy's I, shooting thirty two percent from three. Yes. That's crazy. That is wild. That's wild, That's bro. That's a crazy dip. That's
1: wild. So they, they got another dude who uh, shoots threes and doesn't like going in, <laughs> in the interior. So. so
0: the Wizards receive Kristaps Porzingis from the Dallas Mavericks in exchange for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertons. Do you want to start with the Wizards or the Mavericks?
1: Let's talk about the Wizards. So the Wizards. obviously they, they, they had no... After signing uh, Spencer Dinwiddie at the at the beginning of the season when they were first and Eddie was up here. F- or fucking or Eddie! Eddie hitting our, I know you're listening. Hitting our group chat. Look like, at your team. fucking bragging and all that shit. And we, team, we told him, plays, you, you think this plays. is sustainable, solid bro? Solid pieces. These are two of the solid pieces he was talking yeah. about, too. Davis
0: Bertans and Spencer you think, Dinwiddie. You
1: think this is just Fuck no. Hell no. <laughs> so... Um, and Spencer Dinwiddie was actually playing pretty, pretty well at the beginning of the season. Um, yeah. And I don't know what's kind of happened to him. I, I obvi- he some injuries. Obviously, we know that he's not the greatest shooter. He's not really a gr- good shooter at all. But he can run a—you know, we assume he can run an offense. He can, he can attack the rim. He has good size to him. He's not a great defender, but again, his athleticism is okay. Maybe it's, it's been compromised because of all the injuries that you mentioned. But um, I I think this was kind of interesting for the Wizards. And in trading Montrez and Davis Bertans, they got off at least one big by bringing in uh, Chris Stapps, which I think he he definitely needed a fresh start. He didn't want to be with Luka. Um, But again, I don't know how this moves the needle for Bradley Beal Mm -mm. because it doesn't. Mm -mm. It just doesn't. Do you get better? Maybe. Sure. Yeah. I don't know, he has to stay healthy, but again, does not move a needle. Where's your direction? Oh, we want to win. We want to get in the plane. We got in the plane last year. So,
0: and that's a big ass contract you just took on yeah. by the way. So, it, it kind of, you know, you it evens out with the what you shipped out cuz I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie was on a big contract too, but there's only so much movement you can do and what are you going to recruit a free agent to Washington?
1: Yeah. No way. So, Again, th- this is another move. I feel like it's just not trading my bad stuff for your bad stuff. That's more of the. I mean, Chris S was playing well. That that's more of a label I'd give the John Wall and Westbrook shit. But this that is didn't happen. No, I, I know, but <laughs> this is this is more of like a. All right, let's just make a move to kind of be Damn. exciting. To to Luca dropped fifty one. he said. Fuck Stats. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just, just to make a move and see where it takes us, right? Let's try to infuse a little bit of more energy into this team, and you know, give uh, uh, an excuse to Bradley Beal. Hey, let's try this out next season. Maybe it'll work. No. Yeah. No. And on on the on the Mavs side, I think it's kind of interesting with Spencer Dunwitty. I, I um, think he'll.
0: What, what are you doing with him though? 'Cause my whole thing is when I first saw it Luca. You have Luca. Yeah. And you also got Jalen Brunson, who's taking secondary ball handling uh, dude. He's, he's, he's doing a damn Jaylen, good job. Jalen
1: Brunson is having he can num- obviously his play. best season, but now he, he's the best backup PG in the league, right? Uh I would
0: estimate I mean, I don't know. Does he start? I don't think he starts. I could be bugging for that, though, but...
1: For, He's the best backup PG he can, in the league. He can play. He can play. No, I forgot about that. So
0: it's like, what What are you doing with Dinwiddie?
1: I think maybe they just... Not that you said that, because I totally blanked... You know, I just blanked on that. They might just get him to showcase him and then flip him in the offseason. Mm, I could see that. Yeah. And then davis Burton. Maybe just like, it's just like, hey, we wanted to get rid of uh, KP, so you're just salary matching. I mean, you could try
0: the three-guard thing, but that's that feels antithetical to what Jason Kidd wants to do, which is defend. And um, Luca, uh, Dinwiddie and Brunson are all kind of not the defenders that you would want. And I don't know, man. Like if you're, I saw something interesting. It was a YouTuber. His name is Rusty Buckets. He makes, you know, decent videos. I I mess with his stuff. Um, he's brought up something that, that I hadn't thought of, but makes a lot of sense, which was basically, it did not make a ton of sense for Dallas to move off of Chris Stapps right now unless Luca wanted to move off of Chris Stapps. because why else would you do that? He's recuperating a lot of the, um the talent that he'd showcased when he was in New York. He's obviously not the same dude that he was, um, but his knee doesn't seem to be bothering him. He's playing really good defense. He's a cornerstone to what is a pretty good defense that they're developing down there in, excuse me, in Dallas. Why trade Chris Stapps? Why shake things up? The Dallas Mavericks were on a roll.
1: No they were They they shot up the standings uh, what, Over the what, past month
0: What was the point of trading Chris Stapps Unless Somebody who carried weight around there Didn't want him there anymore Maybe I got my 10 hat on but I really
1: don't blame him He's a fucking he's just, he's just like Rudy Gobert It's like You think you're better than you are bro I don't know
0: why Rudy Gobert had anything to do with this. <laughs> but anyways, we can move on. We can keep it pushing. So, this one I had slotted in as like not that impactful of a trade, but it you know a it, it couple it's make, kind of interesting. It, it for, could play
1: dividends, especially for. Go go ahead and outline everything.
0: Four teams: Kings, Bucks, Pistons, Clippers. Kings receive Dante Divincenzo, Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles. Bucks yeah. receive Serge Ibaka, two nice. second-round picks. Pistons receive Marvin Bagley. Clippers receive Semi Ojeley and Rodney Hood.
1: So, I first want to talk about what I feel like is the most important one: um, the Bucks, just because out of these four teams, they're the only ones who are title contenders this season. Mm-hmm. All season long, they've been trying to find a solution at the center position. They were looking a little bit at uh, Robin Lopez. They were looking a little bit at obviously Demarcus Cousins. They had him on two 10-day contracts, or yeah. maybe just one.
0: Also, shout and out he, Demarcus Cousins. He got a second 10-day t- with Denver.
1: Yeah, and he actually played pretty well in Milwaukee. Yeah, but they were they they wanted to weigh their options, and, and I don't blame them. Why why are they looking for a big? Well, Brook Lopez has been out with you know a back injury all season long, and there's been uh, there was a report that he would come back maybe by next month, but with a back and with his age, and you, you just want to have a little bit more dependability,
0: need some assurance. On,
1: yeah, on that end, and not that Serge Baca, you know has been injury free for the last few years, but it just gives you another body, and with Sergi Baca, I just feel like he needed another, not only another place, but another place where, you know, they were contending. Mm -hmm. And so he would play a little bit better, a little bit more energized. And, I mean, Broke is still shoot. He could still block some shots. He's not as athletic anymore, but I feel like that's the biggest part of this trade. And they got two second-round picks. I mean, that, that's nothing yeah, to... Solid. You can to,
0: usually flip those somehow Exactly. First. That, that's yeah.
1: nothing to, to squash. And, you know, with Sergi Baca, that, again, that's just another body that they're going to have behind Giannis and behind Brook Lopez when he gets back. And um, trading away Dante DiVincenzo, I think was super, super interesting because... I had looked at him like long term like wow this is a really really good role player like long term that they should keep number 1 because he's just a really good role player he could shoot he could defend um and, and just do a lot of things but with his injury the emergence of freaking and I hate this player so much Grayson Allen He can play a little bit He can play He's shown that he can defend He obviously plays hard He's fucking asshole And they still asshole. got Pat Connaughton and, and he Yeah It's like you him, don't need All, all those exactly. white people Him and Pat Connaughton it was, You need at least Two of those type of players Right? Yeah and they had three. Real scrappy defenders. Who could shoot and who could just do a- anything. High, high but they, they can bring up the ball. They, they can score a little bit. They can defend. They can be pests on on the defensive end. and, and so pesky type. And so those two had emerged. And so now it's like Dante DiVincenzo. Because of your injury, you probably would have been starting this whole time if you hadn't gotten hurt. But because of your injury... You want the outs, bro. Yeah, and because you're probably more expensive than the other two, so it made it made sense for the Bucks, and it's a good uh, uh, thing for the Kings to to swap in and get them. Yeah, yeah. I'm Especially a, since you're not using.
0: I'm Marvin a little Bagley. bit confused that the Kings got another guard, but that's it's just like a role
1: there. player guard, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the the Bagley to the Pistons thing. I'm of the belief that Bagley got a really unlucky raw deal in Sacramento could there have been things that he did differently along the way sure but he was the number two overall pick for a reason it's not like there was nothing there rarely is the failure of somebody drafted that high completely and entirely on the player generally a lot of it goes to the organization and the situation that he stepped into And the fact that you had dudes falling around you like Trey Young and Luka Doncic and a whole bunch of hooping ass motherfuckers, it don't look too great that uh, Marvin Bagley wasn't what he was cracked up to be. With that said, I think he's found himself in a pretty favorable situation in Detroit because you have a dude like Cade Cunningham. And you get to play off a dude who knows how to run an offense, who knows how to handle the rock, who knows how to lobby the ball. And he's going to know how to get you your opportunities in the post when you want them. Right. So am I saying that Marvin Bagley is about to fucking have the career resurgence of a lifetime Andrew Wiggins-esque and fucking become an all-star starter in the next six years? I don't know. But he's not a bum. He wouldn't have stuck around this long if he wasn't good. And Sacramento's clearly a toxic situation. If you're just fucking sending out Tyrese Halliburton for nothing, get him out of there. Give him another opportunity. His dad was hyped to see it. I'm sure he's hyped to be part of a – in in Detroit, what – You're looking at a sandbox right now. It's not like Detroit has anything to play for. Fuck around, try some shit, try a couple new post moves. It's not like it means anything. Maybe this is the opportunity that he needed for somewhat of a career renaissance.
1: And on the Clippers end, uh, with with Sergi Barkham, you know they they weren't really. I mean, they they they, 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 yeah exactly. They didn't need it. They They were were playing Zubac, but Hardenstein's been pretty good. So these two dudes that they got Semi Ojale and Rodney Hood. These are two dudes that. You know, you can swing for those for for these two dudes, and if they go well, if they play well, then hey, I just added not a lot more depth, but I added some depth to my team going forward. But if they don't, then they don't. Like it's fine, it's fine.
0: I'm just gonna run down a couple of trades that went down. Not the most major things, but just get your quick, brief thoughts about them. So. First up, I got Raptors and Spurs. Raptors get Dad Young, Drew Eubanks, who I think they're getting them out of there. The 2022 20, second, the Spurs got Goran Dragic, who they're going to buy out um, in the 2022 protected first round pick.
1: I wanted Goran Dragic so bad. For the Lakers? Yeah. You can still get him. And he only, yeah, you can still get him on the buyout market. I think his salary was like $19 million, so it would have been uh because apparently the freaking Raptors still wanted THT, <laughs> which makes me laugh. But, you know, I, why not give up THT, Kendrick Nunn, and our fuck? I, I would have been like, ah, the, the only issue is that you still have Westbrook on your team, right? Um, you in, still have
0: Westbrook on your yeah, team.
1: Yeah, in, in making a trade for Goron. Because Goron, he hasn't played all year, he's been resting him next to Braun and AD. That would have been nice. Is, is that not nice? Like, way better than Westbrook? <laughs> that boy, dang. first of all... He 36, I, I know. Me out there next to LeBron and AD better than Westbrook. But I, either I'm way, I, like, I, I really wanted him. And the, the second thing, I thought Thad Young was going to get bought out and he wasn't going to get traded. Yeah. And if he did get traded, I think a contending... I, I thought a contending team would snatch him up. Yeah. Not the Raptors. I thought, like, a team like the Suns, a team like the Jazz... A team like the maybe shoot maybe even the nets like uh, i i thought a team like that would go after thad young him landing in toronto is like
0: i mean the raptors it's not like they're completely out of the playoff picture they're actually in the playoff picture.
1: they're not but it's like okay i, I just thought that you just don't care
0: when you know, yeah solid blue guys go to teams that that don't exactly so i
1: mean i mean you know th- this this trade made sense for for both teams gotcha the raptors weren't going to do anything with Drogic and you know the Spurs weren't going to do anything with that young So another
0: trade for you Celtics And Rockets Celtics received Daniel Tice Rockets received Dennis Schroeder Bruno Fernando and Inez Freedom Who has since been waived and Fuck you Inez Freedom That's all I have to say
1: The Rockets getting Dennis Schroeder uh, I don't know I mean he's going to be a free agent So I doubt they retain him Dennis uh,
0: Yeah. You think like they're going to buy him out
1: no, no, no. Uh, like, after this season. Got you. Like, I, I wonder where he goes, like, how the point guard market is going to be. Mm. It's kind of shr- uh, shrunken, shrunk, shranked, shrunken, <laughs> That sounds Shrunkin. wrong, too. Shrinking. Sh- Sh-
0: Sh- 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 shrunk. Sri Lanka. Shrunkin.
1: Um, But anyways, I thought that was like a, eh, I don't give a fuck about that trade.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, that, I guess that's the purpose of all
1: these. Oh, um, no. That no. Trailblazers trade. Which one? There was like seven of them. The one I haven't spoken about. The one I said... Oh, the Norman Powell one? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, okay. Number one... You're dumbass and dumbass. Eddie said and Eddie's like, oh, well, I was was I the one who said uh the, the Brooklyn Nets shouldn't have traded for James Harden. I'm so smart. Blah blah blah. Eddie, you better, I'm about to make you look like a fucking fool. Yeah, you can't even
0: defend one. yourself, Eddie. All the yeah, way out Monday. Yeah. Where you yeah, at? Where you at? Can't He's probably say shit asleep right now. I mean shit, what time is it? It's nine a.m. He's definitely asleep. <laughs> yeah. That way don't get up till twelve. Oh,
1: shit, I broke this shit But anyways oh, I, I, I'll hold it um, But You <laughs> <but, laughs> didn't break the mic? No I don't Yo
0: know. Oh I, I really don't shit know. That's a $3,000 mic Julio I ain't gonna lie Hey don't, don't say that shit
1: <laughs> But anyways Anyways Your ass Traded Two first round picks For a guy named Robert Covington Rocco Robert Covington cost you two first round picks and you got one or no, you got none back for Robert Covington and Norman Powell. I understand Norman Powell might not been, and he wasn't a great fit next to Dame CJ Anthony Simons and in, in his, uh, um, Ascension, his Ascension. That don't mean you give motherfuckers away. This is exactly what I was talking about. Just because your goal was to trade away, said Norman Powell, that doesn't mean you take the first deal on the table. Oh, well, Norman Powell might not have been valued on. Trust me. You dangle him to enough, especially contending teams. You know how many teams would give up the, maybe not the farm, but give up a whole lot for a Norman Powell, Yeah, a team like the Jazz who just, you know, experienced an injury to a key player in uh, Joe Ingles, you know how many teams would have killed to freaking hat, bro, get this, a THT package would have been better than this shit that they got for Norman Powell. Hold on. No, it would have. Let me think. It would have, individually. Let me, let me, let me think. And look, 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 look. No, no. L- listen to me right here. Look, look. I'm listening. Look. Norman Powell plus and this was Eddie's excuse. Norman Powell plus Robert Covington. I think that's a total of thirty million dollars. Oh, well, that package would I have an I I have a very bright idea. Separate them. Maybe you can get more. Dumbass trailblazers mm. Fucking stupid mm. You didn't even get I would've given you a first round pick You didn't even get a first round pick mm. That is that package not better? I think you're just
0: mad And it's okay
1: No 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 I'm not even mad about the Lakers Lakers thing mm. Because there's so many other teams That would've given way, a way better packages I do think that you would've
0: had other teams That could've given up better packages For Norman Powell
1: Norman Powell is insane I, I don't get why people underrate Norman Powell and I think this is why I I like them even more so than the average person because I get pissed off on how underrated they are Norman Powell and Gary Trent Jr. Like what's up with people not giving them th- their fucking due credit They're, these dudes are ballers these dudes can defend these dudes can shoot the ball shoot the 3 these dudes can shoot mid-range these dudes can iso handle the rock they can catch and shoot they they can do they they can handle the rock they can do Anything that you can add that that you need them to do as a role player as a premier role player and they'll fucking excel at it So they their return on on Norman Powell and forget about Robert Covington Even if you take Rocco out of this shit This is not enough for Norman Powell Mm. and even if you take Norman Powell out of this shit, you got less for Robert Covington. Let's say alone than what you paid for him You're a dumbass organization Like, you're just straight stupid at this point.
0: I have no words. I mean, sure. Yeah. Dumbass, stupid organization. I mean, you just... You said it, man. I I don't know. Y'all
1: got Justice Winslow. No long-term plans with him. Eric Bledsoe. He will be gone. I'm not
0: going to lie. Let me just say this.
1: Keon Johnson. Nobody gives a fuck. I don't think, and a second round pick.
0: I don't think that the Trailblazers went into this trade li- trade deadline thinking like, yes, these are the moves that are going to put us over the top.
1: No, it's not about I, putting I, you over the top. It's you're you're doing the your goal of you know just fucking changing everything up. You didn't optimize on the trade pieces you have. You didn't. You did at
0: all. And I think that they recognize that. I honestly do. I I my theory is that the Trailblazers. <laughs> put them, th- put themselves through <laughs> an excruciating level of pain doing this shit. Knowing full well that they weren't getting the shit that they needed back, but knowing that this is their last resort to capitalize on their time with Damian Lillard. So they did what they felt like they had to do, which maybe they didn't even have to do, right? If they would have been more diligent about looking for other trades, if they would have been up on the phones night in and night out on the weeks leading up to the trade deadline, maybe they could have got more back. But point maybe being, they would have i don't think that the trailblazers are like ignorant to the fact that they kind of fuck themselves
1: how can you uh, how can you not be ignorant to that fact like bro do you not want f- and i'm i'm the one who says fuck picks like i, I could give a fuck but for norman pa- uh dude like norman powell bro
0: I think they, I think they're aware of that. And I, How I, can you
1: be aware of that and not be and not want to fire your they're, whole they're fucking staff?
0: Backs in the fucking wall. Hey, bro, 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 bro. I, 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 I'm, can- not, I'm not trying to justify what I'm saying. Is I think that they're not like it. It, it would be. Ridiculous for us to think that We as NBA fans can recognize A bad trade when we see it But a front office is unable to recognize it There's no way that there's people sitting in that office Paid to do this shit, they're like, yes This is what we have to do to get better in the long run No, I think they're Fully aware of the fact that they're kind of shooting themselves In the foot, pinky toe Middle toe, big toe With each of these trades Yet, there's sentiment in that Front office that this is what they had to do
1: Whether that's true or not Maybe no, not. you did not have to do that. Maybe not. You did not have to do that trade. But you maybe you had to trade pieces, but you did not have to do that specific trade. Maybe not. That's idiocy. Maybe not. But that's border like that's just that that's straight up like asinine. stupidity. Stupid. That's Dumb. stupidity. You could have dangled like who who's another team.
0: That could have used Norman
1: Powell. Like, like to oh, we we can use him to make a jump. You probably would, or to solidify. You
0: probably could have traded Norman Powell to the Knicks and got Cam Reddish. Just on some bullshit. I don't even know.
1: <laughs> like you honestly could have given him to the fucking Suns and got a, got in a, a first round pick. I mean,
0: who knows? Who knows? But
1: if you if, if you you the players that you did get. All they serve as is salary matching. Yeah. So if you don't care about the players, just trade for a Frank Kaminsky and a first-round pick. You think the Suns wouldn't give that up? I don't know, man. I mean, you're talking to me like I'm the damn Portland Trailblazers front stupid, office. I, I, don't, I don't know. Y'all straight-up stupid. I don't know. Y'all, y'all gave up two first-round picks I don't know. for Robert Covington. I don't know, man. I didn't do this. Who's y'all? I'm, I'm the only one in here, man. Shit. Imagine giving up three first-round picks for Robert Covington and Larry Nance, and you only got one back. It'd be like that. I don't know. It'd be like that. I, 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 evidently Y'all's so. Stupid. Evidently so. I don't know. I, wouldn't, I wasn't
0: there for the decision. Let's run through. Oh, the Suns also got Aaron Holiday and Torrey Craig today. Those are two very, very low key moves, but I think that they're going to pay dividends in the long run. Um, if those guys don't even get minutes, at least you have injury insurance in case some of your wings or your guards get injured. Which they give up Jalen Smith, who I think does have a little bit of potential. Maybe we see. But it come they, to they didn't
1: even extend his. True. Yeah, so they they weren't even planning on keeping him long-term. The the dudes that didn't end up getting moved is cuz the team's ultimately decided like okay, we're going to keep this guy either because he can cert- we have no urgency now we can get something better in the future or they have this false reality in their stupid little heads and stupid little brains because there's so much space in their heads because their brains are so small that they're fooling themselves into <laughs> that's thinking. That's
0: a crazy way to put it. They're, they're fooling there's themselves. so much space in their heads. They're, Damn. They're,
1: they're fooling themselves into thinking that, hey, we can make a run this year. What kind of fucking run are you going to do?
0: I think there's a third option. And I think that this is honestly something that's underrated in regards to general managing around sports in general, but specifically the NBA where a lot of trades happen. Um reputation, right? If I'm a general manager, say I have Harrison Barnes, right? Say I want a first round pick and you know a young end-of-my bench player for Harrison Barnes. No one's offering me that.
1: No, because the most you're probably gonna get is a so, first. So say,
0: say no one's offering me and that, but that's what I've expressed that I want. I could forego what I said that I wanted and Compromise for something lesser Or I can establish somewhat of A reputation as a guy who Says this is what I want for him If I'm not going to get this for him I'm not going to trade him Which is kind of what Daryl Morey did And it worked out in his favor Like I said kind of for reasons that he didn't Likely anticipate very But I, 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 can, I can At least appreciate that a GM Might not want to sacrifice his reputation As called- somebody who's willing to sac- Like compromise on shit that
1: isn't necessary that's called pride is the devil I don't even think it's pride that's, that's fucking that's straight up pride. because, because I, I, Harrison I, I, Barnes will never have a season like he's having this season. I mean sure but I, so his value's not gonna be as high.
0: put it this way I don't think it's pride because when you're talking about and I hate doing this shit because it's so capitalistic but from a business standpoint it's like I don't want people thinking that they can you know Undersell me It's not underselling they, though
1: If you get an Expiring contract That you're just Going to throw away You sell away. houses
0: Yes Yes, yes. Let's, yes. let's talk <laughs> it's getting, I'm just fucking farting Oh uh, <laughs> uh, Put it this way If you have a house That you feel like Is worth We're in LA 1.2 million dollars Let
1: me just Before you finish I hate Look I lo- We love our clients And we try to help them but the yeah. ones that they're the worst. Hey, yeah, to get it all that, don't, don't,
0: don't, don't yo, called, I, I don't want you fucking up your business. It's man. called
1: pride. Mm. It's called pride. You think you're the king of the fucking, bro.
0: I, okay, so so detach yourself from what your clients think the home is worth, right? What do you assess the home to be worth? You're, you 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 and your people have assessed this home to be worth nine hundred thousand dollars. Okay, right. The best offer you can get for it is $750. Do you that's create- not
1: what's happening here.
0: The, the, the abs- what I, I feel, no. like, I feel no. like to an extent that
1: no, no. This, even this, if it's this, not in
0: that specific instance, I think that's something this, that no,
1: happens. No, this is what's happening. The home is worth 900000 dollars The owner wants a milli. No, no. They're offering $950. No, I want a milli. I don't think
0: it's like, I think it's more like what I said. No. I think it's more like what I said, am like, no,
1: Because a fair package for Harrison Barnes is a first fair to you. No, fair to fucking how shit should be seen objectively. Who
0: died and made you king of how shit should be seen?
1: <laughs> because it's just objectivity. Who made which died I and made you in.
0: You're dripping in objectivity. Okay. Uh, You ready to move on to the biggin? No Yes you are No Yes you are Yes you are It's about that time Julio The Brooklyn Nets In the Old wild wild west Stare down Against the Philadelphia 76ers Did
1: Did I not call this exact trick Not Not Andre Drummond Fuck Andre Drummond He's irrelevant You're just
0: mad cause he was a Laker Yeah cause he's but so old, horrible Let me Let me do my imagery real quick he got the the old uh what's the dude's name? John Wayne in his name Wild Wild West so down hand on the hand on the pistol. He's just so bad. Who's going to make a move first?
1: He's just so bad, man. He's I just like, not a good player.
0: Do we have to um do we have to give flowers to Daryl Murray? Cuz there was a period of time, myself included, we was looking at the motherfucker like he was crazy. Hell is you doing? You have no leverage here.
1: Ben Simmons didn't even pull up to practice. He here he, look. But he got what he wanted. He 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 did get what he wanted and, and props to him. But uh I mean there there's just so many things that we have to talk about and so many questions that Eddie posed and you guys posed in the group chat that I, I just didn't have time to even really look at closely today. But l- let's just go from l- let's backtrack a little bit but before this trade even happened. Mm-hmm. Would you have made the trade, knowing what you knew now? Would would you have made the trade, that James Harden trade and, and traded away Karis Lavert, Spencer Dinwiddie?
0: Knowing what I know now,
1: yeah, of course not.
0: But you can never like. That's like saying, knowing what I know now, would I have drafted Zion Williamson over John Moran? Hell no. But I didn't. I could only operate I with prob- the information that I had. I ha-
1: probably would have. Still. I don't
0: want it. You probably would have made the same trade. Yeah. Like that that's pretty much what I'm saying is like hindsight's 2020. No, even that, with
1: hindsight, like I would have still made that trade. Because of what you got in return? Because of like number 1 if you know with COVID and all that shit and Kyrie not being able to play. My thing with with getting three superstars has always been and I said this initially when the Bradley Beal rumors to Brooklyn when James Harden wasn't there yet uh, um, Was reported my argument for three superstars is that these dudes are They're not injury prone, but you know, they've been kind of hurt these last few seasons one If one goes out you still got two and all you need to do is fill the roster with Average role players and you still got a really really good chance at, at, at doing shit with K- imagine KD being hurt, Kyrie playing half the games, and you just having Karis Levert, Spencer Dinwiddie, and uh, Jared Allen, like yeah, sure you might be better right now, but are you still winning? Or are you c- more confident in that team winning a championship than you would be? In in this team and when I say this team, I mean James Harden Kyrie and KD when he's fully back and winning a championship No, I'd still have more confidence in the big three. That's number one. Number two, even if shit doesn't work out I still have a trade piece in James Harden. Yeah, because we have hindsight 2020 right now James Harden I can still get a fucking player like Ben Simmons. Yeah, like that's still cold That's cold. So even with hindsight being 2020 I still think Eddie I'm still going against you. I'm still making that trade.
0: And you make the trade at the end of the day. I'm not even going to use hindsight here. It's fucking Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James, and James Harden. Harden. There's no— and, and, and there's, uh, Eddie, I love you. You can say what you want, but if you're sitting in the fucking GM chair and you have an opportunity to pair those three together, you do it 10 out of 10 times and you live with the outcome you live with those results because those are three of arguably the 10 best basketball players in the world right now is Kyrie Irving a wild card sure is James Harden a little bit of a drama queen a little bit but those are three of the top 10 basketball players in the world three of the top 50 basketball players this game has ever seen you do that 10 times out of 10 so all of the um and this isn't just you, Eddie. This is, like, a lot of, you know, people who float around in NBA circles. The, like, recorrection of shit, like, this was doomed from the start. This was never going to happen. There's no way. And this is why I'm hesitant to give Daryl Morey or people who, you know, kind of sit in the in the um, hindsight chair, the Monday morning quarterback chair, and say, well, shit, Daryl Morey knew what was up the whole time. No, he didn't. There's no way Daryl Morey predicted that Kyrie Irving wasn't going to get vaccinated. There's no way he predicted that Kevin Durant was going to be dealing with injuries. There's no way he predicted even that James Harden wasn't going to be happy in Brooklyn. James Harden wanted to go to Brooklyn. He wanted to play with Kyrie and Kevin Durant. There's no way that he saw all these things happening. So did Daryl Morey act petty and it worked out for him? Sure. But unless he has some sort of fucking, you know... Palm reader or fortune crystal ball in his office. There's no way he saw this shit coming. It just happened to work so, out for him. Yeah. It's great for him. Let, let, let's, let's not act like he was a fucking genius. No, and let's not act price. like pairing those three together wasn't the decision that you make ten times out of ten, every single time, one hundred percent of the time, because they're all that fucking good. Big fact. You got to do.
1: So let, let's get into what I said two weeks ago. The only way I'm entertaining this shit, if I'm Brooklyn, and number one. I do not want to, and uh, you and Eddie were talking about, oh, Brooklyn's being petty. I didn't think Brooklyn was being, I, I, was being petty by not wanting to trade James Harden. Number one, I am strengthening you, and yes, I, I am being supplemented for it by, by getting a guy like Ben Simmons, but I'm strengthening you, a direct rival in my conference mm-hmm. for this season. So I I would not want to do that. But if I'm forced to, the only way I'm entertaining this trade, I said, you gotta give me Seth Curry. Not only because I want Seth Curry and he's a really good player. I don't but want you to have him. You, you, your ass but not about to have James Harden and Seth Curry on the perimeter. Fuck no. Hell no. Mm. And I need that shit. And that was the only I feel like that was the holdup. I think that's what Eddie said too in the group chat. Yeah. That's that was definitely the holdup. They did not want to give him up. And then aside from Seth, I said, I need Thibault. Or a set of picks and they got the set of picks. Yeah. Which I think that the trade overall was fair. And yeah. I think it was Eddie who actually posed the question Would you either keep would you rather keep Curry or Thibol if you were um, if you were Philly?
0: Yeah. I would rather have Curry. Me too. Yeah. Easy. Because it's like, if you're going all in for the chip right now, which clearly you are,
1: you want Curry. You want Curry. And, you you, you know, there's an argument that you, you need perimeter defense, but, you know, we're, we're all, I think we're all of the same mindset. You you get the offense and you figure out the rest. Later.
0: I mean, it's like, what, what like it's not like you're going to put Thibel on, on Kyrie Irving who's going to lock him up. Like, yeah. you're, you're it's Kyrie. It's not like yeah. you're going to put Thibel on who else is out east that they got to worry about. Um... Jeez, from a guard standpoint. I mean, maybe like Jimmy Butler. It's not like... It, like, Thibault's a great defender. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, come playoff time, offense is going to
1: supersede defense. So now, who, what shooting they got? It's they got James lot. Harden. It's
0: not a lot. Like, because you know... What How is Tyrese Maxey? He's not that great of a shooter. He's just like a volume shooter. He's going to be
1: interesting because... Him I, no, I think he's off, a good fit. He's a good... You think he's a good fit? Yeah, I think he's a good fit because he's not... I'm not saying he's Kyrie Irving, like people like Kyrie Irving is my favorite fucking player in the NBA, but he's, I feel like he can be that type of score first guy who can take that scoring guard burden off of James Harden who like, I'm a young dude, like just give me the ball and I'm gonna go rock with it. Hmm. And James Harden is just going to want to be facilitating and, and, you know, doing, doing his new shit. So I think that that's a pretty good pairing.
0: Yeah. They're going to be hurting for shooting for sure. Yeah.
1: Thibble and Tobias Harris. Yeah, and And Joel Embiid can shoot for a guy his size. That does not make you a good shooter.
0: They, they're going to be, and
1: you get a guy in the buyout market. That's
0: what I was gonna say. They need to look for a guy in the buyout market. I'm not. I'm. This is on no authority. I wouldn't be shocked. If my boy Reddick came back
1: Would you No I know <laughs> you been look, talking he said, a lot of shit I mean he said right, Reddick said
0: shit man I he don't said, know Steven so a
1: you creating Stupid ass narrative
0: He is but you know, I'm, I'm glad somebody Checking his ass any, anyway. Somebody need to bro <laughs> Anyway would, would you, <laughs> I'm sure you fuck with this Kind of a tangent But like He got on uh, first take And they were talking about Like the Nets versus the Bucks He was like We just sat here And spent 10-15 yes. minutes Talking about the Nets versus Bucks it's The Heat are the best team in the yeah. East And everybody was like Uh, we don't do that here. What are you talking about? The heat, but
1: you know, um, would you if you if you were if you were Philly, and look, I value Tyrese Maxey more than I do this player that I'm about to mention. I do value him more. Mm -hmm. But if you're Philly, see that you you're in need of shooting, do you go after a guy in Duncan Robinson?
0: Hell no. Why not? Absolutely not. Tyrese Maxey
1: is a future in my mind borderline all-star. All right, what if it only cost Matisse Thybul and a first-round pick?
0: Why would I trade Matisse? If it was a Matisse for Duncan swap straight up, we could do that. But I'm not going to give you a first. I'm not going to give you a first. No. I can get my shit. like Duncan literally, Robinson literally would go we great. seen how we seen how Daryl Morey and James Harden work, okay? I don't need dead eye forty five percent lockdown, you know, knockdown shooters out there with me. I could put PJ Tucker in that corner, Eric Gordon over there, and fucking
1: Eric Gordon Eric Gordon's calling. He
0: he's shooting like I I give Eric Gordon like when he was playing with the Rockets at the time, was like 37%. Like it wasn't like he was just like a ooh, give it, it's Eric Gordon. He's knocking that shit down every time. No. You can put PJ Tucker in the corner, you can put Eric Gordon over there, and you could put who's Daniel the House. other dude? Daniel House. For right. Reason. Yeah, like, it's whoever. You know, just just give guys open looks, which is what James Harden is gonna create, and they're gonna knock him down or they're not, but we're gonna live and die by that. But oh, by the way, instead of Clint Capella, it's fucking Joel Embiid. Those dudes between him and uh Harden. You talk about guaranteed points, you talk about easy points in a playoff setting, free-throw line. Them boys that are getting to the free-throw line. As, uh, as it, well it, as you would like. It, not as well as you would like, but between the two of them, you better believe those dudes are getting to the— I mean, those are the two highest free-throw clip shooters in the NBA. They're going to get to the line. The, There's yeah. no way around
1: it. This other point, Eddie said, and I'm surprised Patty Mills wasn't in this deal. Hell no, I'm not giving you Patty Mills. Which brings Fuck me to that. my next point. Fuck that. Patty Mills and They're Seth Curry? They're deep
0: now. They're deep now. The Brooklyn Nets. You They're got, deep.
1: Who, who's your starting? You, you, got, you got Kyrie and you Seth?
0: Got, you got Kyrie. Seth. You got Seth. You got uh, KD. You got um, ben, Simmons. ben Simmons. And you got, if you want to run Ben at the five and put Joe Harris at your wing. I'll put, wing. oh,
1: shit. Yeah, I'll you forgot I'll, about Joe, didn't you? Because he, he's hurt. Yeah. I'll put Oh, I'll put Simmons at the five. And Harris, mind you, he hasn't been playing well since last playoffs. But he's going yeah, he to be fine. So Simmons at the five, Katie at the four, Harris at the three, Curry at the two, and Kyrie at the one, bro. Yeah, Steve. But if only Kyrie wasn't, you know, fucking yeah. Kyrie.
0: But it's like you even take Kyrie out of that and you put Patty. you still looking pretty nice.
1: But their bench is Yeah,
0: you got Andre Drummond. Oh, off the bench Fuck Andre Drummond off the bench I will say For all of his flaws Andre Drummond got some size to him And that's something that You know Size and mobility Are something that The uh, Nets have lacked so,
1: I thought they got him Maybe to for. trade away Nick Claxton Nah Nick's,
0: Nick's still yeah. around yeah. I feel like their strategy Against Joel Embiid Is just gonna <laughs> <laughs> Throw Andre random Drummond. people at him Until something sticks But It's gonna be interesting man If you had to put these two teams In a playoff city Series right now Who's winning?
1: I'd probably say just because of the Kyrie Irving factor, I'll give it to Philly.
0: Mm. I'd probably still go Brooklyn. I'm not going to lie. Just
1: because of the Kyrie Irving factor. I mean, I've seen Kevin
0: Durant take fucking Milwaukee, the championship team last year. Big facts. On
1: his own. Big
0: on his own, essentially, I, I, I there's no yeah. way that Ben Simmons.
1: It's all dependent on can Curry keep playing like this, and can Joe Harris play? Like I mean, Seth normal, can play. Seth no, can play like normal Joe Harris. I,
0: like, and I think when we talk about the Nets this year, and we talk about the places that they've come up a little bit short, we haven't talked enough about Steve Nash's coaching because he has not been as creative and imaginative as I'd hoped he would be, considering the, how creative and imaginative he was as a player. the The creativity hasn't exactly been there as a coach, but with a guy like Seth Curry who you can run in different sorts of actions to get him open you can put him on and off the ball he's a shooter from anywhere on the court his mid-range game is developing there's a lot of fun ways that you can use a guy like that there's a lot of fun ways you can use a guy like Patty Mills
1: imagine Patty um, imagine Patty Mills Seth and Joe Harris it's fucking nuts KD all it's in nuts the
0: it's nuts you just gotta figure out different dynamic Simmons, ways to you use you ain't them. gotta
1: shoot bro you ain't gotta shoot you ain't gotta shoot uh, and, and this is an X factor now I hope like uh, I'm confident but I'm also like worried like your ass better come back. Oh yeah he'll, he'll be back. He'll be back. Ha, have you seen any reports I mean
0: him and KD apparently spoke and they're on the same page, whatever that means. Which K, KD's like bring your ass to Brooklyn. Let's go win this chip.
1: Let's get it. I feel uh, did you see K D um during the All Star Picks? <laughs> he's so fatty. I mean you know, he he's like that all the time either way. But I think I, it's I just jokes like,
0: though. I, I don't think it's bad blood between no, and him and Arden.
1: But I, I just, and I don't, I'm not saying it's bla- bad blood, but I, I just feel like it's, he's like, we all got what we wanted. Yeah. I'm about to go fucking kill your yeah. ass, bro. Oh my God. I can't, I really hope they play, bro. Give me a reason, bro. This shit.
0: Is, I mean, they play on the 10th. You know that. They play on the 10th in Philly,
1: but got to watch that shit. KD not going to play, right? Oh, damn. He been hurt.
0: Damn, that is tough. But what was I going to say? Um, You got those two matchups.
1: Damn, I forgot. I lost my train of thought. You got them two plus Miami, Milwaukee.
0: As of right now, to me, there's seven teams in the NBA that could win the championship.
1: Those four Suns, Warriors. Um, sure, I don't. I don't think so. But could win. That's five. I'm saying could win. Okay, six. And who else? Oh <laughs>
0: yes, sir. And, and good, yes, and good, good sir. Good, good. good Could for, win.
1: Good for them for not, you know, doing any, any. Yeah,
0: at, and how Memphis Grizzlies? If y'all didn't pick up the joke, if you didn't see the look of longing that I just gave Julio about my Memphis Grizzlies, but yeah, I'm not saying that they have goddamn favorite. What I'm saying is they got seven, eight percent chance. You know, yeah. if you play the season out. So
1: I, I mean, th- this was a bombshell when it dropped. I honestly didn't think it would happen.
0: Man. That uh-huh. shit was crazy.
1: and you, Oh, this is exactly what I wanted to talk about. In the trade discussions, uh, y- you know, it's kind of funny how this shit works. Each team thought, like, we have the leverage if you think about it. Hmm. Both teams, and there's an argument for both. Yeah. Why they thought they had the leverage. On the Philly side of things, you can just be like, hey, I'll stretch and wave. I'll wave and stretch. Tobias... Harris's fucking stupid-ass contract I'll trade away Ben Simmons to another team y'all wouldn't even touch him get the picks get some uh, Expiring contract. I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna have all this money to spend on a free agent like James Harden, right? If you don't make this trade now, essentially, I can get him for free
0: But the thing thing that happened there is like the other teams that were on the table for Ben Simmons, like, the only, like, real feasible one to me felt like the Kings. Yeah. And once they dealt Halliburton, it was like, well, that can't happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, but you could have still traded him to, like, L- OK
0: see so, yeah, I guess so.
1: You, you know, for for all, all you're looking to get are draft picks and an expiring contract to, to match out. But they knew,
0: but, but, but like, we could, like, talk about role play. We like to role play uh-huh. on the show sometimes. If We did that. Like, I'd have like, no, because I know you want to win right now. Exactly. You have your MVP exactly. Center so, playing that, the best that, ball of his career.
1: That's the Brooklyn Nets leverage. Y'all playing, he playing the best ball of his career. You really going to waste a year of fucking Joel Embiid. And, and you're Daryl fucking Mori. I
0: know you want James Harden.
1: Bro, and you... and If I'm the Nets, you asking all this dumbass shit for Ben Simmons... What do you think James Harden's worth? What do you think James Harden's worth? He better be worth a fucking Seth Curry and a few draft picks. Don't yeah. bullshit my ass. That's what I'm saying. You know?
0: Yo, dude, don't even come to practice. Don't play with me. That would've been... So <laughs> if I could've been a fly on the wall for those discussions... Cause this and, shit was probably funny. And you, and Cause you know, know Daryl Moore wasn't trying to give up Seth Curry and, and at the you know, outset. And
1: you know what was crazy? Even for for all the turmoil and for all the shit that you know Brooklyn has gone, gone through, and for all the drama um, with Kyrie not being vaxed, KD being hurt, Harden feeling like, oh my god, I have to carry this. That's what you were doing in Houston, but I guess you you just didn't feel like taking advantage of it. The team wasn't built um, for
0: him to carry though. and and, and
1: and that's fine. But if you don't want all, you know, you don't want your star player out, you, you know, you want help, Joel Embiid is not the most durable dude in the NBA. So be care- all, all I got to say is be careful what you wish for. Grass isn't always greener. Yes, you may have a better experience, but shit might not work out. So I'm going to just leave it at that.
0: Hey, it's going to be interesting to see how that shit plays out, man. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I honestly like I need that playoff series between
1: the two of them, I need that. I need yeah, that no, sure. I, I really do. Well you saw what I quote tweeted on your tweet? Yeah, what was that? I, I, that kind of confused me. I'm not gonna lie. You said the tw- You said a quote about a kid driving in a car. Yeah, yeah. Was- if you,
0: if a kid crashes a car, you don't blame the kid. You blame the 30 year old woman who gave him the keys and said, "Here, drive, kid." Yeah but, Beasley, but, yeah, but the,
1: yeah, but that kid already won a NASCAR race. I wasn't race. talking about LeBron. No, that, that kid. That, that, that kid who drove yeah. Already won a NASCAR race. Who's the kid? Who's the kid? The, the Lakers.
0: Who's the parent? No. Rob Palinka. No, you okay. The, analogy, the, the parent is Rob no, Palinka, right? No, 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 my analogy. Was you don't give a kid. Russell Westbrook, the keys to the car put him on the Lakers team. Rob Polinka. say, drive, kid. Rob Palenka. So Rob Polinka is the 30 year old woman in That's this That's what scenario.
1: I'm saying. Rob Polinka is the 30 year old woman. Yeah.
0: So the kid didn't win anything.
1: He did, though. We won a championship two years ago. But he's not the kid. Russell Westbrook's the kid. Oh, I, I just meant, like, the kid was yeah, the Lakers. Yeah, he's the 30-year-old woman. So, so in my in my analogy... How you gonna go on my tweet and make up I, your no, own no, analogy off my tweet? No, no, because I thought you were saying... No, no, I, I thought you were saying the kid was the Lakers because that's <laughs> no. who Rob Pelinka created. No, that's yeah, the I'm Pan saying it's created. Russell Westbrook specifically. But either way, cause I don't know if you've ever seen... Uh, Ricky Bobby yeah, yeah I love that movie So like Will Ferrell Yeah yeah like the, You remember the scene Where he was a kid was Yeah like, Yeah yeah So th- th- that's all I mean.
0: <laughs> No that's like Talladega Nights nice. That's a good movie yeah. But um No my my point with the analogy was You don't give a kid Russell Westbrook The keys to the car Joining the Lakers team And blame the kid For crashing the car Fucking up the Lakers season You blame the 30 year old woman Rob Polinka, For or LeBron, however you want to say, for giving him the keys to the car and saying drive, kid. You know what I'm saying? So for all the Lakers fans that want to go on fucking spaces and goddamn throw Russell Westbrook's name under the bus like he's fucking sucks, he's this he uh, no. Though. You got what you traded for in I mean, Russell Westbrook, hard. for better or for worse. No, I mean it's, not it's true. true you, but he's just if he's- Russell Westbrook was on uh, the Knicks right now, he'd probably be dropping a cool 25, 9, and 10. He has and no he would. On him. He has no. Uh, well, sure, whatever the case may be. But it's like it's not like we. We be talking him like we currently are talking about him, but the only reason people are talking about him the way that they are right now is because the Lakers took a shot in the dark with Russell Westbrook and said, "Let's try to make some shit work." Imagine they got exactly what they bought in Russell Westbrook. uh, um That'll do it for this episode of Hoop and Holler. A long one, a trade episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it, man. A whole lot of shit shaking up in the NBA right now. It's going to be a real interesting final stretch to the season. Um, Coming up in the next few episodes, we're probably going to be talking some all-stars. I have a hunch. That Demetrius Ja Morant is about to win himself an All Star Game MVP. But we'll get into that in a later episode. So stay tuned in. As always, go check out the socials at That's Instagram. That's Twitter. I think it's on TikTok too. Go check out us on Twitter. Reagan Griffin, Julio Martinez, Eddie Sun, all that good stuff. Look like you had something to say?
1: Yes. The Warriors didn't make a move, huh? Nah.
0: Dang. Nah, they didn't. Nah, they didn't. And on that note, we will see you next time. This has been the Hoop and Holler podcast.